Well, hello, Jed and Tori. This is Ms. Waring from sixth grade. I have enjoyed listening to your podcast. It's been a lovely walk down memory lane. The Social Studies Project, I do believe it was the impact of exploration, and we were using HyperCard before PowerPoint. Anyway, you guys have made me laugh many times, and I was delighted you remembered the name Dickon from Secret Garden. And I'm also delighted that you remember doing the uh, electricity unit where we did the boards. Anyway, I have been getting a kick out of your comments and enjoying it, and I just wanted to let you know. Thanks for the journey, guys. Bye. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy, and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedi Diaries, the Jedi Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. Hello. Hello. Mrs. Waring. Yes, it is. So how are you? I am just great. This <laughs> retirement gig is super, you know. <laughs> How long have you been retired for? I retired in 2010. Okay. That was 17 years after you taught me sixth grade. Right. And I had five before that. So I taught 22 years in sixth grade. What do you remember about me? You were a smart, bright kid. And some of the things that you said have made me laugh. Everything you said is very typical of a sixth grader. Okay, good. You know, you're questioning who you are, and you're starting to see the bigger world, and you're like, what am I doing, and who do I want to be today? Mm -hmm. Trying on personality, so it's always entertaining. But I just remember you guys being fun. I'm looking, you know, at all the different pictures and all the different kids, and, you know, some grades or some years the group work went better than other years, and I just remember this group being a pretty good involved group. That's great to hear. And then last week, I mentioned that you were on the news, and I was on TV, too, because I was in the background. Do you know what that was? I what? think that was Secret Garden. You remember Mr. Thompson, Otho Thompson, the principal? Yeah. yeah hell yes, I did. He, he came in. He goes, oh, we have a TV crew coming. How would you like them in your class, Linda? And I said, do I really get to say? But they <laughs> came in, like, the next morning. He asked, kind of, what are you doing? And I said, well, we were actually just about to watch the movie of The Secret Garden after oh, finishing reading the book. And we, we were going to do a comparison of which did you like better. Because, you know, kids always say, oh, you know, I want to watch the movie. I don't want to read the book. And then when you see the movie, most kids go, oh, the book was much better. Do you remember what channel or network that was? I'm guessing it had to be Channel 3 because the other stations are New York-based. So was it WCAX? WCAX. Yeah, okay, because I mentioned that I'm wearing a great T-shirt that day. and. <laughs> I want to know what the shirt is, and it's it's on that tape. It's on that tape. Oh, it's a mystery tape. This is serious. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's what the podcast is all about, solving that. Well, it is, and that's that T-shirt, you know, that's who you are at the moment, and that's important stuff. Yeah, yeah. Also, Thompson <clears throat> made a comment to me once, and we'll get a kick out of this. I think you'll understand it. He said, you know, the thing that's interesting about sixth graders is you're never quite sure – whether you're talking to three four-year-olds or one 12-year-old. So when you say something and you get this blank stare, it's, 
Oh, the four-year-old's here today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be really careful how we deal with today because maybe the 12-year-old will be back tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that, that time was certainly important in my yeah. development. And I am today the same kind of the curiosity is still there. The, if something is exciting to me, it's super exciting to me. That's what it's all about, making, you know, if people can be lifelong learners, you're just happy, I think. That still growing, still learning. And uh, you know what? If you're lucky, it never ends. Yeah, I hope not. That's good. That's good. Hello and welcome to week seven of the Jedi Diaries. I am your host, Jedediah Baker. And I'm Tori Pocket. And you were just listening to first a voicemail and then a phone call that I had with the elusive Mrs. Waring. Your sixth grade teacher. My sixth grade teacher. Finally caught up with her. That was just such a lovely phone call to have. She shed some light on, well, on you a little bit, but mostly on what it is to be a sixth grader. She taught yeah. sixth grade for 22 yeah, years. Over, yeah, over 20 years. So if anyone would know, she would. What else? Oh, the t-shirt. So we got a little bit closer to solving the mystery of what was that t-shirt. Yeah. So if you're listening and you worked for WCAX in Vermont, please give us a call at the tip line, one 802 We'd love to get our hands on that tape. Yeah, we'd love to see your archives. I have an idea. I think maybe it might have been this yellow t-shirt with like a piece of abstract art on it. I don't know if that was from that era or not. I remember you did have a lot of what were later called graphic tees. Did I? Yeah. Not when I was not when I was 12. Um, No, that was probably later. I mean, my recollection is I was in an entirely sweatpants and sweatshirts phase mm. back then. Yeah. Turtlenecks. Often matching. Um, yeah, same color as sweatpants and sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there anything Mrs. Waring brought up that you'd like to address? Well, she brought up the secret garden. Oh, yeah. The secret garden is, is becoming is much more of a part of our lives than I ever <laughs> realized. realized before. Yeah. And I guess that's what you were discussing on the on the news. The book versus the movie. Yeah. I think she said they were taping us. I mean, the news wasn't there to hear our, our thoughts, <laughs> Your thoughts on... on the secret garden. <laughs> they just needed some B-roll footage, probably. <laughs> right. Did she say what the WCX story was in? No. No? I'd love to know. I imagine well, it was an expose. Again, please call us and get us that tape. Release <laughs> the tape, WCAX. <laughs> so yeah, Miss Waring, thank you so much. I also want to thank all of you who are listening out there. And I want to thank Matt Sacco, who is here with us today. Hello. Here he is. Here I am. Surprise. The oft-mentioned Matt will be joining us for this week of the diary. Oh, you know, actually, I'm glad you're here. This kind of got lost in the t-shirt discussion last week, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke the Hurt Cat. Do you remember? Cat? I do remember Luke the Cat. I don't recall his ultimate fate, but I do remember Luke. How did we know he was hurt? Was he sick? I mean, maybe he just was limping or something? I don't know. Like maybe sluggish? we just assumed he was hurt. Am I wrong in remembering that the reason he was named Luke is that it was short for leukemia? Because we imagine oh he my might God. have feline yes, leukemia? I think, yes, I think oh you're God. right. What the hell? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a kind of sickness. For it is sure. for cats. Oh, of course. I don't think there's no way we could have diagnosed. Yeah. With, with, with yeah. No. Can I just say, how do you know he didn't belong to someone? Well, I mean, I don't remember. I, I'm not sure we did anything know that. about him. Not a hurt cat <laughs> just, is all we know. You misplaced somebody's hurt cat. The totality. But we also didn't that he was hurt. We didn't like keep him. No, I think we just found him and we were like, hello, your name's Luke. Oh, I see. And then we kind of went on our way. So we didn't even try to nurse him or anything. We were just not like no nurse, nurse. No, I don't think. I figured this was like on our way home from school on a Friday. We saw a cat. Maybe we like petted it or or poked. I mean, maybe we couldn't even get near it. We might have just seen it. But I don't think we took possession of the cat. I definitely don't remember that. I definitely didn't end up with it and and you didn't end up with it. So I don't know what we would have done with it, but. 
we don't know what was wrong with him. We don't even know if he was sick, and we don't know what happened to him. So, <laughs> no, and I mean, as Tori uh, said, we didn't know if he belonged to someone or not. I mean, I mean, he yeah. probably did, so I think it's probably better that we just left have him left to his own there, devices. Like a baby bird. Yeah, exactly. You know, this just goes to show we are solving some mysteries this year, but mm-hmm. some mysteries will just remain unsolved. Yeah. If you lived in Morrisville and had a hurt cat in February 1993. Yeah, give us a call at the tip line, uh, (laughs) 802-851-9578. If you're wondering what happened to your cat, Matt and I (laughs) might have... Taken off with it. Yeah. Matt, is there anything... You've been listening. Is there anything that you Mm want to kind of bring to the table before we get going into this week? Last week's episode in particular really brought Mm -hmm. me back for some reason. A lot of talk about your house, which I have lots of good memories of. Yeah, would you come to my house on Fridays or would I come to your house or both? I think we did both. I mean, we definitely spent a lot of time at your house. I mean, as you mentioned, it was huge. And I just remember playing pretend as we did. You know, every room could be something else. Yeah. My house was big enough, but there were also more people yeah. that lived there. Like, you had lots of empty That's rooms. That's true. <laughs> yeah, like three um, times as many people. Yeah, we had lots of fun there. So that took me yeah. back last week. Cool. Okay, we're going to get into it. Tori, are you ready? Yeah, I am. Matt, are you ready? I am. I'm excited. Here we go. February 13th. Tori came over today. We played. I was going to sleep over, but his mom said no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe some other time. Oh, you're very uh, understanding. Yeah. I wonder why she it's said nice. no. Yeah, why do you think she said no? Sandy, call into like... the tip line. Sandy, if you're listening, please call into the tip line and tell <laughs> us why Tori couldn't spend the night. <laughs> I, I don't know about you and Matt together, but I feel like our energy together, you and me, stress my mom out a little. <laughs> Wait, and Matt was a calming presence? I think Matt and I would just kind of go play in the woods, and mm. so she didn't... We were, oh. But like you and I were more likely to get up to mischief in the house what did you guys do and i think that that's a good question i don't remember i just remember i, I could be wrong this could be completely well, wrong i definitely think that if i'm anything like i was back then and i think we're learning that i am i would choose to play inside mm-hmm. um, over playing outside so maybe that was and matt and i were very happy to just kind of go in the woods and yeah and i could be wrong i mean maybe my mom would quibble with this sandy call the tip line please <laughs> you know the tip line i mean well, i think as we heard uh <laughs> With the MacGyver comics, I feel like I was maybe a bad influence, so I, you'd think I would have been the one. <laughs> you'd think I would have been shunned. Costa well, hold on. I think if we're talking about problem children here, the common factor in both the MacGyver comic and getting in Sandy's hair uh, well, um, was me. True. <laughs> I was already to blame that stuff on you, but now I'm wondering if, if it was me. Matt was just drawing it. You were egging I, Yeah, out. I was probably... <laughs> 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 Who knows? I mean, I'm I'm certainly Tori knows this now from first and from the last six weeks. I'm a dictator <laughs> when it comes to projects. So who knows? You may have been forcing MacGyver in directions I didn't want him to go. But yeah. <laughs> like trust, trust me, Matt. It's funny. Are you sure? <laughs> Shut up and draw. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Shut up. Shut up. I said. People might trust be hurt. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what an asshole. All right. So Tori, Tori comes over to play. Does not spend the night. And a very reasonable, that's okay, maybe some other time. That's I mean, right. I'm not an angry child. No, no, you know? no. And I suppose, I mean, this is maybe a bit of deference I'm paying to someone else's parents. Sure. I, I seem to, like, have no problem slagging off my dad. But someone else's mom, I'm not going to insult them. Like, what, what she says goes. Yeah. Even though it's my house. I think you're conscientious in that. That's an example of that. Yeah. Okay, boys. Big day coming up. What is it? February 14th. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day. Yuck. I ate Chinese tonight. 
I called a number for a contest. I think I messed up. <laughs> I woke up at 9.30. That's it. You woke up at 9.30 <laughs> that morning or you woke up? Yeah, I think so. Okay. This must have been it. What was this? A it sa- was a Saturday. Saturday. No, uh, it was a Sunday. Why is that the end of the entry? I don't know. Maybe I kind of was like... Okay, I ate Chinese. I was going backwards through the day. Yeah, it was like memento. Said, okay, what did I have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, what did I have for dinner? Chinese food. That's right. Okay, what did I do before that? I called a number for a contest and I messed it up. What about do you before know? that? Mm, I woke up at nine thirty a.m. Do you remember what this contest was? <laughs> I feel like I mean this is such a weird thing to remember, but I feel like I remember this, not in any kind of useful way, but the sensation. It was like a radio, maybe a radio contest. I can't imagine what else it would have been, maybe TV, but I feel like it was some sort of maybe radio contest and they gave out the number and I called the number and it didn't, what happened wasn't what I expected, but it Mm. wasn't conclusive. Mm. So I was kind of just left with the rest of the day, clearly, until I went to bed, (laughs) this feeling that I'd screwed up in some kind of like vague way that was not fixable. Presumably, if you had entered it, there was something on the line that you wanted. But I think at this point, I'm not sure. I think I messed up, which means that, like, yeah, I'm oh, kind true. of holding out hope that somehow... Maybe you'll get a call back. Yeah, I won the contest, despite not being sure if I'd even entered it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one last thing. If you took this as the accurate chronicle of my whole day, it would be that I woke up at 9.30, screwed up calling a telephone number, <laughs> and then had Chinese food. And that's all of note. I mean, it's a Sunday, a lazy Sunday, yeah. mm-hmm. I suppose. Do you think 9.30 was early or late? I think it was probably on late. On a Sunday. I think it was late on a Sunday. I was getting up early to watch cartoons on Saturday. Yeah. So I just wonder if maybe I slept in late on Sundays. Yeah. Maybe. You did have some late nights. To me, 9.30 seems like a like it's just a totally normal to time to yeah. wake up on a Sunday. Yeah. Why <laughs> write it down? And you know what? It might have been. <laughs> February 15th. Bodhi almost died yesterday. Oh my god. I tried to put a necklace on him. I had a stomach ache tonight. I am tired. <laughs> I hope Bodhi lives for a oh. long time. It's a Jeez. harrowing day. <laughs> <laughs> Much as I can call it the sensation of disappointment and confusion from dialing that number, <laughs> I can call it the sensation of terror and fear oh. at Bodhi flopping around with this necklace wrapped around. Oh my around. god. Oh, the necklace was what Yeah. I- no, it was like a string necklace, like string and beads. And I just kind of was like, haha, I'm going to put a necklace on the bird. <laughs> then he tried to fly away and it just like, it was a string wrapped around a bird. Oh, so it no. just got all tangled in his wings and he was trying to like, he was panicking and flying around sure. the apartment oh. and it was just, you know, tie- he could have been strangled it could have like you know broke his wing like he was flapping i am like anxious just describing it because think, because I mean, it was like a really weirdly unpleasant experience that oh, must yeah. have been what caused for your, everybody your, your stomach ache that's a great you were sick with worry yeah i don't think i made that connection in the diary but i think that's a fair assessment to make right now yeah also tired from being so frightened mm-hmm. yeah and kind of closing out the day with this just hope for a long life <laughs> my bird yeah which he would not get wait would he get an <laughs> abnormally <laughs> short life I mean, I don't know. Shorter than you would He would get shorter than he ought to have had. Bodhi does die eventually. Okay. But not today. Just almost. Oh, (laughs) no, wait a second. (laughs) Wait. What? What? Bodhi almost died yesterday. So the stomach ache and the tired is unrelated. unrelated. It was the day before. It was the day that I didn't even write. It was the day that I just ate Chinese and called a phone number. That day, it was more important for you to record that you (laughs) woke up at 930 than the fact that Bodhi almost died. (laughs) I don't know why my the time I woke up would kind of come into my head as a thing to write mm-hmm. down, but not this like harrowing experience that a whole day later I decide is worthy of recording. Yeah. 
We've talked about this, but I'm realizing more and more that as you sit down and write in your diary, it's kind of just whatever whatever happens to be passing through your head at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you didn't spend more than a minute or two writing. Like, no, I don't You weren't so. sitting at a desk and gathering your thoughts. <laughs> really considering it. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you were traumatized and you had to process it a little. <laughs> That's true. February 16th. Today is Tuesday. Today was Art Appreciation Day at school. Mm-hmm. A-A-D. I am very tired. My alarm clock was switched with another one by mom. (laughs) Thoughts? I remember Art Appreciation Day. Do you remember that? Was it a recurring day or was it a one day a year thing? It was was an annual thing. One day a year. Yeah. Uh, Anything else about this Art Appreciation Day? I'm very tired and it seems that I might be, the reason I'm tired this week is because something's going on with my alarm clock. Because your mom switched it. My mom, she switched yeah. it with another one. Mm-hmm. I haven't done this much yet, but I'd, I'd like to like maybe copy edit this entry a little bit. I say, today is Tuesday. Today was Art Appreciation Day at school. Unnecessary second today. Mm-hmm. I could just say, today is Tuesday, comma, Art Appreciation Day at school. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the last sentence, my alarm clock was switched out with another one by mom, mm-hmm. is passive. Mm-hmm. Um, so just mom switched <laughs> out my alarm clock for another one. Yeah. I'm not sure why I've... You know what? I'm leading with the subject, which makes sense to me, I think, in the, in the terms of like how it seems a, a 12-year-old me sort of viewed the world. This idea that it was populated by things and one's agency on those things yeah. was less of a focus. Things yeah. were acted upon. Well, yeah. The thing is there and stuff is done to it. Right. Rather than focusing on the actors who are who doing, are doing the things. things. And I think that that's how I thought of myself for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. As something that was being acted upon rather than something with agency. Of course, because you had no control. I mean, that's true. the important thing in that sentence is that your alarm clock was switched out. Of course, like your mom calls the shot. So yeah. that's kind of incidental. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. It sounds like it was against your will, but I assume it was just something that happened. And you didn't really feel one way or the other, except that maybe it was messing with your sleep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder, was it broken? Was it just kind of an aesthetic sort of thing? I remember, maybe not right around that time, but at a certain time, you couldn't sleep with an alarm clock because the numbers were too bright. Oh, yeah, I remember having this argument. Yeah. Yes, we're solving the mystery right now. I remember you. Sl- we were all sleeping at Matt's house, <laughs> and you were saying, I can't sleep with that like blue light. Yeah. You're like, I need red, like a what? red alarm clock. And oh, we were that saying, that's was? ridiculous. Red is more disruptive. And you're like, no, blue, like the... the <laughs> We were arguing whether red or blue was more more of a problem. Listeners, if you have an opinion on whether red or blue alarm clocks are more of a problem, please visit our Facebook page, <laughs> The Jetta Diaries. There's a poll up that you can fill out. And let's put this issue to rest once and for all, 25 <laughs> years later. So maybe, maybe this is where that began. <laughs> maybe. I remember, Matt, you had to, after the argument went on for a little bit, you eventually had to cover yeah. your alarm clock like with a blanket or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, <laughs> I remember putting like a tape or something in front of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so annoying. I'm sorry. I wonder you ever invited me over. Uh. <clears throat> February 17th. I am tired. Very tired. I took a bath. Wow. Matt and Tori will come over for my birthday party Friday. Oh. They will sleep over. Matt, your birthday is February 18th. My birthday is, yeah. Why was I having a birthday party a day after your birthday and seven weeks after my birthday? (laughs) I mean, to me, because your birthday is in July, Tori. So, like, I feel like, 
I think it would make sense if Matt, you and me were doing um like a joint like a joint birthday party. Oh yeah, okay. But I, <laughs> it doesn't. According to the diary, it's nothing to do with you. <laughs> no, it's my birthday party. Uh, Why am I so yeah. tired this week? I don't know. Alarm clock. You're playing video games. You go to bed late. Well, mm. you know what? I haven't mentioned video games once this week. Oh, yeah. That's mm, true. true. Oh, you know why? Why? The computer that played computer games was at my mom's. Oh, right. Uh, and I'm at my dad's because, oh, because Bodhi. Bodhi is there. That's right. right. Yeah. So that might be why I talk about them so much one week. Yeah. And then not at all the oh, next. Oh, yeah. Unless I beat Maniac Mansion and didn't mention it because just... then there's no games left to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> February 18th. I am very, very, very tired. <laughs> Bodhi chirped a lot. Three of my crash dummies are broken. Tomorrow is my birthday party. And six exclamation points. <laughs> I wonder why I say crash dummies. They were crash test dummies. Well, the no, band I don't is think called... they. Yeah, the band was crash test. Dummies. The band is crash test dummies. These were just crash dummies. They or they were I like the crash amazing test. crash dummies. Yeah, the incredible, incredible, right? Right? the is incredible crash dummies, yeah. not test. That's the band. Oh, this is our memories being kind of Edited. slightly altered. I would yeah. have sworn they were crash test dummies, but I trust. I don't always trust little Jed, but on this, I trust him. Yeah, like, those were crash dummies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three of them were broken. Man. Tragedy. I mean, wasn't that the point of them? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that they'd broken so many times that they no longer would go back together. Uh. So um, for the, for those of you who don't remember Crash Dummies and or were not aware that they were also toys, Crash Dummies were these, you know, human-shaped dummies, figures that would be used to test the safety of cars. Yeah. And there were these PSAs starring Vince and Larry, who were two talking crash dummies, and they would kind of get into a scenario and they would be destroyed in a car accident, but they would keep talking because they were like, they were magical. And then the line was like, don't be a dummy. Don't be a dummy. Buckle Buckle up. Buckle your safety belt. Don't be a dummy. Buckle your safety belt. Or you can learn a lot from a dummy. You can learn a lot from, Mm -hmm. you can learn a lot from a dummy. God, that's good. Yeah. That's good. This was the golden age of PSAs. PSAs, Was there a cartoon or was it just There was. There was a cartoon later. Okay. And then there was a series of toys. There was like a whole family. There was a car that would sort of crush in. But the point was that the the toys would kind of, they'd crash and they'd kind of, their arms and legs and head would fly off. Yeah. There was a baby, right? There was a baby. There was a baby. There was a dog. A dog and a cat. And a cat. bizarre. But I remember these. I remember these very vividly playing with them. You know, they were well, they were well-made toys and they were fun to play with. Yeah. The car, like, you know, the hood crumpled up. It's funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's it's a little macabre that these toys were about car accidents. Yeah. I think it's seeing this and realizing that crash dummies, no presence whatsoever in like the cultural zeitgeist today. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't know about these if you weren't around, you I think, during the time. Yeah. Like Ninja Turtles, He-Man, like that's all G.I. Joe. They're all still around. Mm-hmm. They're all like kind of endlessly recycled. But crash dummies were like a particularly 90s thing. Yeah. They mm-hmm. kind of were born and died in that era. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe it was the year before, but I thought you got some of those for Easter one time. I definitely did, yeah. And I was, like, jealous that you got toys for Easter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it was weird that I got toys for Easter. I remember <laughs> requesting specifically, and there were just these crash test dummies in my Easter basket. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was obsessed with them. I wanted them all. Collect them all. Either they were poorly made, or I played with them a lot, or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely think that I was constantly playing with these action figures i mean something with uh, like a small three inch figure with the number of moving parts those must have had to detach and right. put back together is not going to last super long 
No, and I, I think there were like metal springs that would kind. Of, there were two metal bars inside each kind of leg or arm hole that would sort of spread apart when you hit the button mm-hmm. and then go back together. So yeah, there were like maybe a dozen potentially breakable parts in every <laughs> one of these toys. Right. And when they were broken, they were just broken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I keep saying this, but why am I so tired this week? Or why am I like my my rhythm? My circadian rhythm is off this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So February 15th, I am tired. February 16th, I am very tired. February 17th, I am tired. Very tired. Mm-hmm. February 18th, I am very, very, very tired. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. There is a progression. I mean, your dad also did live in an apartment building. Was it just louder there, maybe? Maybe. Or maybe I just like wasn't quite as comfortable there. Or, mm-hmm. wasn't, or maybe I just wasn't used to. It was a newer-ish bed. Oh, probably. also, didn't you and Josie share a room in that apartment? That might have been part of it, that I had my own room at mom's and had to share a room with Josie at my dad's. Yeah. And there was a TV in that room, so probably uh, yeah. up watching Cinemax. And <laughs> scrambled Cinemax. Scrambled Cinemax yeah. to the early hours. <laughs> I mean, that is that is likely, <laughs> and I think we've kind of seen that that's maybe something I wouldn't have recorded in the diary. Yeah, definitely. And just trying to decipher scrambled Cinemax could really uh, make you tired. Exhausting. <laughs> Exhausting. Yeah, wipe you out. <laughs> 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 okay, tomorrow's my birthday. Let's get to that birthday party. February 19th. I got three birthday presents from Dad. Tori and Matt slept over. And then there's a scribbled out line. And then, I am having lots of fun. That's the party. Let me look at, see if I can kind of read this. I remember this party. Oh, you do? Yeah. What, talk about it while I try to figure out what I redacted here. What did we do? Did we go somewhere? Was this one of the arcade parties? We went to Jed's mom's. It was just us, the three of us. Your dad came over and he gave you... Wait, guys. What? Okay. (laughs) What? Oh my God. I've figured out what I've attempted to redact here. (laughs) Okay, so it says, Tori and Matt slept over. They are pretending to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I'm going to pass out. The Jedi Diaries (laughs) After Dark. That's all it says? That's all it says, and then it closes out with, I'm having fun. Well, as long as you were having fun. That's why we were doing it. <laughs> it's my birthday. This is my birthday. You guys pretend to have sex. It's my birthday. <laughs> why is that entry in present tense? That's... <laughs> I was just going to ask. I was just going to ask that. Oh, there's all kinds know. of questions about this. Well, it does yeah. sort of indicate that I'm like kind well, of while I'm, you guys do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm journaling. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm like, hold on, hold on, guys. I gotta write this down. <laughs> do you remember this? Well, no, not specific. Tori, do you? You said you remember the party. Remember the party until like eleven, <laughs> and then just it's like a black. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I'm realizing it says. They are pretending to have sex. And on my initial read of this, I sort of figured that meant with each other. Mm-hmm. But maybe you were just simulating, <laughs> individually simulating sex. <laughs> Alongside one another. <laughs> or like one after the other. Independently. Yeah. Like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm, having, I'm having sex. I'm Amy what too. Are <laughs> what are the chances? I 
Does that help? No. Maybe? I vaguely remember. Because if you're trying to remember pretending to have sex with each other, that's one thing. But if you're... Maybe I was, like, too coy. I was like, guys, I can't pretend to have sex. <laughs> that's crazy. And you're like, watch this. And then, you know, Tori, you, you pretend to have sex. And that's like, I can do you one better. And then Matt pretends to have sex. And I'm like, I gotta write this down. <laughs> Don't stop, guys. I want to write it down as it's happening. <laughs> as it's Future happening. generations want to know. The faintest memory. We were talking. I don't remember <laughs> like how we were framing it, but this is very embarrassing. But we were kind of talking it through as if we were having sex with with women. Yeah. Okay. And There's no... Do we know what... No, we I couldn't I th- have known what, I don't think what we really, sex entailed. I don't, I don't think we understood. No, I think that's part of we the were, point. What we were saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so we were just acting out a fantasy, basically, on what, a pillow? Why wasn't I pretending to have well, sex? Well, probably, I mean, I think you're probably on the right track that maybe you did, but then, I mean, we've seen you don't want to tell the diary these things. That's true, but that's very, that's super disingenuous for me to just call <laughs> the two of you out. Well, just, just true, kind of absolve myself of the situation entirely. Well, maybe, I mean, we but may have just been it's... making you laugh, too. I mean, who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I followed it up immediately with, I am having a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, clearly. It's I... very interesting that you crossed it out. Well, that's the thing. It's like crossed out. It's not just. It's crossed out, like, very. Yeah, uh... it's crossed out a bunch of times. Like, hmm. there's lines through it, and then every word is sort of scribbled over with a thicker sort of, um, like, a felt-tip pen, which was my mistake. Because that's why I can still read both <laughs> Which suggests that, as Kathy suggested two weeks ago, you were very concerned that somebody was going to read this. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, unless... So there's a couple ways that this could have gone down. Because it's a different kind of pen. So either I wrote it down and I immediately was like, oh, fuck. And I like got a marker and I scribbled that right away. Or I was looking at it later and I was mm-hmm. like... I mean, who that crossing out could have happened at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technically between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> In the last 25 years. Yeah. Probably closer to then than now. But maybe something... <laughs> happened later where i was afraid or i might have just written it then like the next day or that Stop night i might have been like that is that's too real yeah i, I gotta get rid of that that racy. could be used for blackmail I, I that's not okay so little just Jed, for us though so sorry just for <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah well maybe you're i was protecting too, yeah i was yeah. protecting you which is nice. i mean i shouldn't have written it down in the first place really if you want to if you want to go there i'm comfortable with it i wonder if there was a if there was like a single occasion where you went through and kind of like sanitized the diary or crossed yeah, out. I mean, I'm going to do a, a flip. Crossed out what you consider yeah, the most embarrassing. There's not a ton of redactions. Yeah. This is the most that's crossed out yeah. so far. Well, guys, I mean, thanks for coming to my 12th birthday party. <laughs> seven weeks after my actual after birthday. Actual. Um, and with that, you know, humdinger of an entry... We are through week seven of the Jeddah Diaries, February 13th through 19th. Gentlemen, mm. what do we have to say for ourselves? <laughs> how, can we, how can we account for ourselves? <laughs> I mean, I think to me, I love that I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I'm like so happy that that is recorded mm-hmm. because like that is how else would you like learn? I mean, there was the entertainment thing. I'm sure I found it hilarious. Mm-hmm. Or titillating, who knows? I mean, think of all the, the, like, you're 12. What you know, you've seen Scrambled Cinemax. Maybe you've seen a Playboy. (laughs) Yeah. In 1993, there wasn't a lot of other, like, maybe you've seen someone else's, like, porno tape. Right. (laughs) And, like, then whispered kind of descriptions from your classmates. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's it. Oh, it's very secondhand knowledge. You probably both remember, but I had a trick where once I figured out how to program the VCR... I would tape something, <laughs> oh, yeah. tape something innocuous, but I love set it I love to tape this. later so that it would tape stuff on HBO that might be like things I shouldn't be watching. 
Oh, I, right. I, like, like get the late night stuff. I was just thinking of that the other day. Then I would fast forward to find the good bits. Genius. And I remember you telling me the next day, like, I got some stuff. I remember going to your house and watching, like, a shitty Lou Diamond Phillips movie. Yes. Yes. With, uh, with like, some real soft core. There was, like, a sex you know, scene in the car that. that was ridiculous. Yeah. I remember. Even then, we were yeah. like, what? <laughs> this is i mean this is this is i didn't realize this would happen so soon into 1993 but like it is experiment sex mm-hmm. we are aware of sex and we, yeah, yeah and i mean we we're 12 are doing what we can to figure it out yeah yeah or i guess you and i are t- i'm barely 12 you're 12 seven, yeah seven weeks in yeah. tori's still, still 11 i'm still languishing <laughs> tori's a tiny 11 <laughs> two four-year-olds and a three-year-old <laughs> <laughs> so that's it Matt, thank you so much for for coming along with us this week. I'm really glad that this is the week that you were here. Yeah, I'm glad I was there for that. <laughs> I would not have got the whole story without you. No, thank you for having me on. Then. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in this week to this very special, mildly raunchy episode of The Jedi Diaries. Tune in next week when I, I grow up even more and make a joke about economics. Jetta Diaries, the Jetta Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.